Hello and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Saturday. This is the season after the Epiphany. This part of the church year begins with Jesus' baptism. We follow Jesus through the early days of his ministry up until the Transfiguration. At that point, Jesus' ministry turns uh, and he moves to the cross. We begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Give glory to God, our light, and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving, and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God, and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hand are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Long ago, God spoke to our ancestors in many and various ways by the prophets. But in these last days, God has spoken to us by a son. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. John, the first chapter. Today we read verses 35 to 42. The next day, John the Baptist again was standing with two of his disciples. And as he watched Jesus walk by, he exclaimed, Look, here is the Lamb of God. The two disciples heard him say this, and they followed Jesus. When Jesus turned and saw that they were following, he said to them, What are you looking for? They said to him, Rabbi, which translated means teacher, where are you staying? And he said to them, Come and see. They came and saw where he was staying, and they remained with him that day. It was about four o'clock in the afternoon. One of the two who heard John speak and followed him was Andrew, Simon Peter's brother. He first found his brother Simon and said to him, We have found the Messiah, which is translated anointed. He brought Simon to Jesus, who looked at him and said, You are Simon, son of John. You are to be called Cephas, which is translated Peter. Did you notice how John the Baptist first heard from the Holy Spirit something about Jesus and then had that word confirmed by what he saw and what he heard at Jesus' baptism? And then he shared what he heard and what he saw as a testimony about Jesus that pointed out Jesus to his own disciples as the Chosen One, as the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. John the Baptist hears a word. He hears a word from the Spirit. He trusts it. He sees it. He confirms it. He testifies then to it. And now the process begins again with Andrew and another of John the Baptist's disciples. 
they hear John's testimony and they follow Jesus, who invites them to come and see where he is staying, how he is abiding. And they see and they listen to Jesus. And then Andrew goes and testifies to Simon that he has found the Messiah, inviting Simon to come and see and meet Jesus for himself. Now, for those of us who cannot come and see in quite the same way as John the Baptist or Andrew or Simon, we can then appreciate the gift that we have before us, the eyewitness testimony of the apostles, and by the grace of God, we too can come to trust their word and believe in Jesus. In fact, later in the Gospel according to St. John, John will explicitly point out that these things were written, not as hearsay or rumor, but as testimony, so that we might come to believe through these words. But there is something else in this passage that's kind of fun to think about. Not only how we hear this good news about Jesus and can trust it and and can stake our lives on it and trust in Jesus for everything, but, but when Jesus meets Simon, he gives him a new name calls him the rock. And it's not just a nickname, I don't think. I think it's a way of Jesus telling Simon that he knows him through and through and calls him and redeems him to be just that, what Jesus sees, his own true self. Now, there are times when it seems that the rock, Peter, is hard-headed and stubborn, And his relationship with Jesus will certainly be rocky at times. He might be rocky and undependable. That is all part of of what Jesus calls and redeems and uses in this man. There will also be times when the rock will be anything but solid and stable and grounded. The rock will give way and become frightened and deny even knowing Jesus. In that case... This name lets Simon know who he is being transformed into for the sake of God's kingdom. In a way, Jesus sees who he is, but also who it is that God is creating him to be in Christ. And it is that way with us too. Jesus both welcomes us as we are, and then reveals to us who we will be as we are transformed in our relationship to God in Christ. What we see in ourselves, Jesus sees that too and and loves us. Whether we love those particular things about ourselves, he redeems us as we are, whole and well. And, And what we cannot yet see about ourselves, or in those times when we fail ourselves or those around us and fail to live up to that best that we think we are, Jesus knows that too and loves us and calls us again to be who God created us to be all along. We'll see all of that unfold in the story of Simon the Rock, Simon Peter. So I wonder, as we come to the end of this week, what name is Jesus giving you? What name captures you, the you that you are, and at the same time, the amazing you that you are becoming in Christ. Amen. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. 
in the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to your father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, and you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people the knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ and all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the communion of faith in your church and for the gift of relationship with others. For who else, for what else are we thankful today? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world. Heal the hurts of all of your children and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land. For those who govern the nations of the world, for our president, for the Congress, for our courts, for leaders and legislators and judges, both local and national. For those people who live in countries ravaged by strife or warfare, we think especially of the <coughs> of the people of the Ukraine. Excuse me. For those who are working to bring about peace and international harmony, for those who are striving to save the earth from carelessness and destruction. For who else, for what else do we pray this morning? We give thanks to you, Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have protected us through this night from all harm and danger. We ask that you would also protect us today from sin and all evil, so that our life and our actions may please you. Into your hands we commend ourselves, our bodies, our souls, and all that is ours. Let your holy angels be with us, so that the wicked foe may have no power over us. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness. Be of good courage, hold fast to that which is good. Render to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted, support the weak, help the afflicted, honor all people. Love and serve God, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God. <laughs>